Hi, I'm Louise Fletcher, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome to this week's edition of On Screen and Beyond. It's episode 93, and I'm Brian Zumrak, your host, and I hope you had a good week this week. And our guest this week is Oscar winner Louise Fletcher, who portrayed Nurse Ratchet in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest with Jack Nicholson. And she'll be appearing at the California Independent Film Festival's monthly classic film series. And uh, as they show One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest at 6 o'clock on January 16th at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California. It's going to be followed by a Q&A with Louise Fletcher, so you will get a chance to actually meet her and ask her questions. Tickets are available online by going to the California Independent Film Festival website at www.caiff.org, or you can click on our link right under the posting of this episode, number 93. So you might want to check that out. And don't forget, our poll question that's going on on our website, onscreenandbeyond.com. Of the top downloaded interviews in 2009 on our site, which did you find most interesting? And what we've done is we've listed all the top ten of the interviews we had that uh, people have downloaded. And they're no no particular order, just, uh, you know, just we put them all up there. And we want you to cast your vote. So, uh Check that one out. And coming up soon, in a few minutes, we have Louise Fletcher joining us. But right now, let's take a look at upcoming remakes right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, well, the cartoon character Marvin the Martian, who first appeared in a Bugs Bunny cartoon in 1948, is headed for the big screen. And it will be a live-action and CGI movie. And right now, it looks like it's going to have a 2011 release. And a possible remake of Saved by the Bell, the 80s TV show, is in the works. And the Further Adventures of Doc Holliday is in the works also. And this is basically a remake and not a sequel, despite the use of the word further in the title. All right, that's about it for Remake Madness. Coming up next, what's coming your way as far as new movies, upcoming movies, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming movies, well, it looks like Taylor Lautner may be headed to star in a film called Northern Lights, playing Tom Cruise's son. And you can check out our interviews with Taylor. He's been a guest twice on our show. And you can check that out at onscreenandbeyond.com on the reruns page. Vince Vaughn is signed on to work with Ron Howard on a film about a guy who learns that his best friend's wife is cheating on him, and he must decide how to tell him or not. And Kevin Smith may start filming this year on a new hockey-oriented film called Hit Somebody. We'll keep you updated as we hear more. That's about it for upcoming movies from On Screen to Beyond. Coming up next, taking you down to Sequel City as far as what's coming away as far as sequels in the future, right here on On Screen and Beyond. 
As far as sequels, it looks like Tom Hanks is reportedly ready to return as Robert Langdon in the third book from Dan Brown. It's The Lost Symbol, which we reported on earlier. And let's see. The Oscar-winning director Sam Mendes is slated to direct the 23rd James Bond film. And it is looking at a 2011 release and a sequel to The Wizard of Oz is in the works. And several concepts have been thrown around on that one. Uh, But the working title is Oz, The Return to Emerald City. And there's talk of it being a darker version. It was for a while anyways, but now they're saying it seems like it's going to be more family-friendly. All right, and that's about it for sequels. Coming up next, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD, right here on On Screen and Beyond. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. TV on DVD, the second season of Sanctuary comes to DVD on May 18th with all 13 episodes of Season 2. And Season 3 of Mad Men hits Blu-ray and DVD on March 23rd in a 4-disc DVD set and a 3-disc Blu-ray set. And Season 4 of Simon & Simon arrives in stores on April 6th, the 6-disc set. With 21 episodes, stars Gerald McRaney and Jameson Parker. Coming up next, we're going to be looking at movies on DVD. Coming up right here on On Screen and Beyond. Movies on DVD, well, fame will come to DVD on January 12th as well as The Hurt Locker as it arrives on DVD and also on January 12th, Halloween 2 continues the story of Michael Myers on DVD and Blu-ray. That's about it for movies on DVD. Coming up next, we are honored to have Oscar winner Louise Fletcher joining us. She's going to talk about um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and also talk about uh, her Star Trek connection and uh, a lot of different things. And she's going to be appearing live Okay, at the California Independent Film Festival Monthly Classic Film Series. They're going to be showing One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest at 6 o'clock on January 16th in Orinda, California at the Orinda Theater. And she's going to be there for after the movie to talk about it. And you can meet her, give her some questions, and uh, she'll give you some answers. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, so I hope you check that one out. And you can get information at the California Independent Film Festival website, which is www. C-A-I-F-F dot org. Okay, www.caiff.org. dot org. And it's time now. Let's uh, check out Louise Fletcher right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining me today on On Screen and Beyond is an actress who won an Oscar and a Golden Globe for her role as Nurse Ratched in 
One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and is also known for her role in Star Trek and many other things. And of course, I'm talking Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And on Saturday, January 16th, she will be at the Orinda California Theater for the California Independent Film Festival's monthly classic film series for a screening of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It's Louise Fletcher. Welcome to On Screen and Beyond, Louise. Well, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Louise, this event in Orinda, California, uh, at the Orinda Theater, is going to be very exciting, and I know it's just going to be totally packed there. Uh, seeing this, the film on the big screen is, is a whole different experience uh, for people who haven't seen it. You know, most of them have seen it on the small screen. Um, you know, they're going to see you uh, bigger and meaner than ever when they see this. <laughs> That's true. There's nothing like seeing a movie on a big screen. Hmm. I don't care what movie it is. It's uh, the way they should be seen. Right, yeah. And um, Cuckoo's Nest is no different. Yeah. Now, when you started making this film, or, or even looking at the, the script for it, did you imagine that making this, uh, this was going to you know, be an Oscar-worthy role for you? Absolutely not. I mean, I don't think any of us felt that, and uh, uh, the only thing we did feel was that it was very special work that we were doing, and it was gratifying, and um, uh, I always say that, uh, you know, uh, actors don't generally like to go to work unless they're actually going to work, mm-hmm. and a lot of actors on that movie would go to work on days that they were not scheduled to work just in order to watch um, somebody else shooting oh, really? a scene. Uh, because it seemed to have a um, a special quality to the, to the work. It was very intense and um, it was real. We felt, it felt real. It felt... The work in Cuckoo's Nest seemed so real to everyone, and we shot in sequence, um, which is an unusual thing to happen. Mm, And I think we just wanted to see what was going to happen next. And so there were days that I was not scheduled to work, and I would go to work or drop by when I thought I might see a scene being shot that I was, you know, I, I was happy to see. Yeah. Now, was there a specific reason that they decided to do it in sequence? Because like you say, that's unusual. Usually, you know, they're all over the map. It was easy to shoot in sequence because we shot in one place oh, okay. for a, a pretty much 11 weeks, I believe. Hmm. And then they had one week on the boat. I was not involved in that part of the movie. Mm-hmm. So I shot for 11 weeks, and they could do it in sequence because of the location of where we were shooting and we didn't have to change you know usually if you're shooting at one location you do everything at that location and then you shoot in the next location and that's why you get out of sequence now how did you come about getting the role of nurse ratchet it took six months to get the role so it took longer to, to get the role months. than it to do the movie. <laughs> That's right. Um, Milos Foreman went to see a movie, and I happened to be in that movie. He went to see another actor, and um, he said, who's that? And I had some friends who he was working with at the time, and um, 
I, Jack and I had known each other and were in the class together in the early days in the 50s. Oh. And um, so people knew who I was, but Milos hadn't known. And so he asked to meet me, and I came to see him, read for the part, and he would tell me to go home, forget about it, that I wasn't going to get it. Mm. And thank you for coming in. And this happened a few times over a six-month period. Wow. And uh, finally, for whatever reason, I don't think it had everything to do with the reading, but maybe circumstances and uh, other actors decided they didn't want to do it. <laughs> and so I was the last person cast huh. in the end of December 1974. Boy. We started shooting in January in Salem, Oregon, and we shot for 11 weeks, and then the movie came out in December of 75. Hmm. And then the rest is history, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, the, the cast in that film was was amazing. Um, you know, a lot of people who were in that have gone on to, of course, bigger and better things. Uh, uh, well, I don't know if it's better, but, <laughs> you know, it was such well, a big movie. You know, made, made their careers. Yes, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. just so many people. So you did know Jack Nicholson beforehand. Yes, I did. He was the only one that I knew from before. Ah, yeah. Was it a close cast after you got to, to know each other? Sure. Yeah? Now, uh, your acceptance speech for the Oscar... Um, and in fact, I was just watching it just a little while ago. I was watching it on online, and that has got to be one of the most emotional and heartfelt speeches I've ever seen at the Oscars. Oh, thank you. I mean, it was just... Uh, That's because it was. Yeah, right, yeah. I mean, a lot of times, you know, you see people and, and they seem... They're emotional, but yours was just so just so real. I mean, it was amazing. So if, if people ever get a chance, they should go to, to YouTube and they can still see that. That's, a, that's <laughs> yeah. quite, a, quite a thing that you can see those things now, <laughs> even now. <laughs> like I was saying earlier, when you read for the part or were looking at the part, uh, did, had you ever played a character that was that mean? <laughs> no. No? No, but I had played uh, a character not two years before who was um, in a movie called Thieves Like Us, mm-hmm, yeah. um, who was um, selfish enough to do something that was not good for her own best interests. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my feeling about... Uh, Nurse Ratchet and Evil is that she felt that she was doing right. And these people who are the world's biggest villains believe in themselves. Right, yeah. And um, they believe they are doing best. And um, they can be so misguided and be completely wrong, but they would never be able to see that they're wrong. Mm-hmm, yeah. And life is just full of people like that. We've all known them, whether they're teachers or telephone operators or, you know, people who have to have everything the way 
they see it preferable to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have to be in control. There's a lot of control issue with Nurse Ratched. Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> and the minute uh, McMurphy arrives, um, she begins to lose control, and be- things begin to unravel for her. And the more things unravel, the more she needs to control. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you feel that when when you were reading the part that it was a role that you you know wanted to play because it was such a juicy part? You know, being I did. Yeah. Yes, I did, yeah. and I always think that uh, villains have the best parts. That's what a lot of people tell me. <laughs> and um, I remember uh, Carl Malden in One Eyed Jacks was one of the worst villains, and yet he smiled his whole way through it. Mm-hmm. You know, he was so effective in that part. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I was I, I wanted to make her um, a real person who behaved in this terrible way. Yeah. And thought she was right, and I, I, I think it worked. Oh, yes. I mean, you know, in film history, I think this is one of the most uh, uh, memorable characters, you know, just the, and, and you weren't the, 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 you know, the movie wasn't about you alone. Uh, it was an ensemble cast, but it, I mean, your part just stood out. And, and Well, they needed a villain like that in order to, you know, have the story. Right, yeah, yeah. That's, everything revolved around it, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, now, as far as uh, this this event that you're going to be at, uh, at the Orinda Theater, it's going to be a showing of the film, and then you're going to be doing a question and answer after, I understand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So people, your fans, will have a chance to ask questions, and uh, sure. it should be a, a great evening, that's for sure. Well, I hope so. Yeah. And um, I wanted to touch on one other thing here. Uh, I, 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 I'm looking through your career, and, I mean, there's so many different things we could talk about, but, I mean, obviously, you know, we don't have time to talk about everything. <laughs> but um, one thing that uh, I was talking with somebody, and they said, oh, you got to ask her about Star Trek. <laughs> sure. So did um, the uh, Star Trek, you know, uh, people who tend to... Uh, have parts in any Star Trek, whether it be the original or uh, Deep Space Nine or uh, Next Generation or anything, the fans are very, very loyal. Do you find that people are still coming up to you saying, oh, I remember you from uh, Star Trek? Oh, my gosh. It's just amazing. Really? That, you know, I get the most fan mail and uh, uh, attention uh, for Star Trek. A cuckoo's nest, too, but Star Trek even more. Really? Wow. And um, I just wish I had done more. I had more credibility in the uh, 
science fiction department. I've done quite a bit, probably more than most actors, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. you know, with Brainstorm and right. uh, yeah. uh, Strange Invaders and uh, what's that other thing I did? Uh, Invaders from Mars. Invaders from Mars, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Star Trek. So I think I've done, i got quite a bit of, of uh, science fiction cred. Yeah. But uh, I'd sure like more. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like doing it. Really? Yeah. And um, working on Star Trek was just a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I don't know exactly how many I did, but I think it was like maybe 14 of them. Really? And it's funny because uh, people can do, I mean, you know, there were a lot of shows of that series, yet you did 14 of them, and... It's 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 just something that sticks in people's minds. Well, she was a wonderful character. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, you know, and also someone like, almost like Nurse Ratched. She had the same giddy-up, as my husband used to say. <laughs> you know, she she wanted control, and she but but she was much more ambitious than Nurse Ratched. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> was quite ambitious and. Uh, wanted power how did you come about getting that part and wanted ultimate power you know yeah most power well i think nurse ratchet wanted power too but i think she already had it right (laughs) (laughs) but in in star trek deep Deep space nine how did you come about getting that part they just asked me oh really yeah Mm -hmm. yeah uh, hmm so so you didn't have to go through a long process they were looking for you they specifically i just had to go down there Try on the costume, and they. <laughs> and I called myself the Pope in space. <laughs> now, that was a private joke. Ah, uh, okay. Um, now, of all the roles you've played, because, like we were saying, I mean, you've done so many at Firestarter and and all the other ones that you've done. Uh, is there any one that was your particular favorite? Well, of course, you know, I loved. Um, my part in Thieves Like Us, mm-hmm. and I like I loved uh, Nurse Ratched yeah. playing that part, being involved in that. I mean that I mean, both of those movies were quite the ensemble movies, mm-hmm. Thieves Like Us and Cuckoo's Nest, and uh, I loved my character in Brainstorm. Yeah, that was so tragic what happened with that movie. Um. Um, and, gosh, I can't think of any more right now, but as I, I don't know if I said this to you, but, um, what I love to do is work. Mm -hmm. Not so much what happens after going to the movie and looking at it, which is not my favorite part. Really? I I was going to ask you about that. Oh, I'm very bad at it. Really? It seems like a lot of actors are that way. I'm a good audience for other people. Mm Mm-hmm watching their movies, but yeah. I'm not a good one from watching myself. Do you tend to, to pick apart your performance? Oh, yeah, I'm just too critical, and I just feel terribly uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And, uh, That's interesting, because, I mean, I mean, your performance is, is always great, so... <laughs> well, some people are, can be very objective about themselves. I, I cannot be. Yeah, yeah. But and um, I've learned that about myself a long time ago. 
but it's interesting because I talk with when I talk with a lot of different stars, they uh, they say the same thing that you know they they can't watch themselves. Well, some people can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there's I've talked with a lot that have said the same thing that you you just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I noticed on, on your um, credits that you did uh, the film the uh, the boy who could fly. Yeah. And I'm trying to think is that uh, I'm trying to think who the actor who played the boy was. Honey, I can't remember. Boy, I, but I do remember that movie. Uh, that's that's one that... Um, that's the movie I met Brenda um, Bedelia on that movie. Mm-hmm. Brent, not Brenda. Bonnie. Bonnie Bedelia. Oh. My friend Bonnie, who yeah. lives up in Seattle now. Huh. Yeah, I was just, just looking over your the list here. Um well, uh, like I say, there's so many different things we could talk about, but uh, I, don't, I don't want to hold you too long. Uh, but uh, I just wanted to throw out a question I throw out at a lot of people. Um, for you yourself, what would you consider your favorite TV shows? That I was in? Uh, no, no. Just, just. Well, maybe you were in them, but I mean, just basically, you know, what what do you watch? What type of thing do you watch, or do you watch? TV? I watch Masterpiece Theater. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I watch public television a lot. Mm-hmm. I watch in today's television. I I watch Mad Men. I'm okay. crazy about it. Yeah. Good show. And uh, whenever it's on, it's not on enough to. Suit me. It's yeah. It seems to go by quick. The, 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 My gosh! The seasons. And um, I love that new series on HBO called Hung. Yes, it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Nurse Jackie. I'm crazy about Nurse Jackie. Huh? Yeah. And um, hmm. Right now, that's you yeah. know, yeah. that's what I. And all those shows are starting up again soon. Right, yeah, yeah. Now, what about movies? What What are your all-time favorite movies? What, not, movies that you weren't in, though. <laughs> Let's not count those. Well, for example, Roman Holiday is one of yes. my favorite classic. movies. classic. And um, if it's on, I will watch it, even though I have already seen it a million times. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's one of those movies. Um, Hitchcock movies, I will watch no matter when, mm-hmm. what time they're on, <laughs> North by Northwest or, uh, you know, Psycho, mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. And uh, any old gray, black and white movie. <laughs> you yeah. know, last week uh, on, on uh, Turner Classic Movies, they had a lot of Humphrey Bogart movies. Yes. I watched yeah. those. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Um, Spencer well, Tracy was one of my all-time favorite actors, and so I watch whatever he's in. Really? Were, were there any, when you were growing up, were there any actors or actresses that, you know, you idolized when you were young? Spencer Tracy was my favorite, and uh, um, Betty Davis, mm-hmm. Cary Grant, yeah. you know. Yeah, the classics. Yeah, the typical ones. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Louise. Gary Cooper. Oh my gosh. Gary, Gary Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Uh, the manly man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, okay. I just want to remind everybody that Saturday, January sixteenth, in Orinda, California, at six o'clock, at the historic, beautiful Art Deco Orinda Theater. Um, 
there's going to be a screening of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It's followed by a question and answer with Louise Fletcher, Nurse Ratchet from the movie. Tickets are available online at the California Independent Film Festival's website. It's www.caiff.org. And Louise, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us. We really appreciate it. You're so welcome. Thank you. I look forward to it. What a wonderful guest, a nice lady, Louise Fletcher, and want to thank her very much for taking the time to talk to us. And I want to remind you that uh, you have a chance to meet Louise Fletcher, who played Nurse Ratchet in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Now, they're going to be showing this film on Saturday, January 16th, at the beautiful, classic Art Deco Theater, the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California. It's a part of the California Independent Film Festival's monthly classic film series. Now, they do this monthly, and they have a star there, and they talk about the films they're in, and and it's a great time, so you might want to check that out. Get all the information by going to www.caiff.org. And if you go there, you can get information about the tickets. Of course, it's at 6 o'clock, Saturday, January 16th in Orinda, California. So you might want to check that out. And you get a chance to meet Louise Fletcher, ask her some questions. Great person. You've got to take the time if you're in the area. And uh, let's see. Uh, oh, they'll also get information for you if you uh, go to that website, uh, the California Independent Film Festival's website, www.caiff.org and you can get information about their full-fledged festival which they have in April and a lot of great stars going to be there and uh, it's a lot of great films check it out it's all right there on their website well that looks like it uh, just about does it for another episode of On Screen and Beyond and uh, last week we had um, uh, Diane Ladd who was a three-time Oscar nominee This week, we had an Oscar winner, of course, Louise Fletcher. Next week, we have another Oscar nominee, and I'm not going to tell you who it is, but check it out because you want to hear him because he is a great guest, a lot of great information. He's done a lot of films, big TV star. Check it out next week right here on On Screen and Beyond. Till then, this is Brian. Take care. (laughs) 